us all. I welcome you to the day two of our program. We'd like to begin with our opening prayer. Wherever you are, I'd like you to lift up your voice and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Bakula Bashiki Palabakosha, Rebedosha, Iblendo, Sibalaka, Vashirian Palabakosha, Rababalosh, Ikilikaton, the Lebrosha, Dilebekosha, Rebelosha, Dulia Balakandoli, Brosh, Aperia, Talabakosha, Rebelon, the Hikalosh, Atene Rebelosha, Rebezurian, Telebekosha, Ibronda Labashaya. Record Zibala Konde Lekatai, Rebe Shadabakon, Lebrosh, Imbalai Rashanda, Rebozuri, Telebe Konda Labashata, Rababadamba Kondi Kadosh, Ipelebe Konda Lalabashai, Rebedo Shatalabakon, Lebe Shaka Payalabasha, Rebedo Shatayalabakon, Lebekosha, Tedibekoshata. Let up your voice in the name of Jesus. Shatter, <laughs> in the name of Jesus, we are praying in the name of Jesus that may God open up our minds, may the heavens be opened over us. In the name of Jesus, when we take a stadium, for instance, when they when they open the stadium, I mean the top. That is when rain can fall in the stadium. That is when the sun can shine in the stadium. But when they close it, it ceases to experience these uh, weathers. And so we are praying in the name of Jesus. That even as 
the heaven is being opened or whereas it was when the heaven was open that is that was when Stephen saw the Lord and so we are praying even as the man of God shares with us that which God has given to us this morning in the name of jesus in the name of jesus palikos atilibashaya Shut 
Shaya, <laughs> <laughs> 
the name of Jesus, glory to Jesus. God bless you so much for praying. God bless you so much for praying. Is somebody ready for the move this morning? Somebody ready for the move this morning? If you are ready, let me see you. If you are ready, let me see you. I want you to be very engaging. I want you to be very engaging. I want you to be very engaging. God, God has something special for somebody this morning. The angel of the Lord appeared to me in the dreams this night and spoke to me that this morning there's going to be special releases special releases we are, we are not just filling our hearts with words and revelations and stuff but god is sending us to another level god is sending us to another level last friday the man of god told us that one of the key things when it comes to working with god is maturity the sense of accumulation of knowledge and light and that is what God is doing and that's what God is doing and you see I know some of us that it appears some of the things are so hard for you but I want you to like embrace it with your heart don't don't throw it away don't try to oh me this thing I, I don't understand so try to engage that which is beyond you you know try to engage try to 
make it, bring it to your understanding. If you are struggling, you tell that Holy Spirit help me to get it. Don't, don't just let it go because the devil is also moving around. And anytime there's a word that is spoken, and you see, understanding is very important. Anytime there's no understanding, it bounces the word off. Understanding is that which, which brings the word of God into the place where it is able to attach itself to the soil, which is your heart. You see, so if you are struggling with understanding, it, 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 it allows the devil to, 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 to have his way. However, we must also operate in faith, in understanding. This is not mathematical books. It's not like there's a formula. We don't use your head to understand the, the things of God. It's an operation of the spirit because the, everything that God is saying to us is not something new to us because we are already in him. We, we carry what he carries. We have the same understanding. We have the same mindset. We have the same spirit. However, it's because we have not matured to where he is. That is why it appears it's simple. However, that which he has that makes him speak is the same thing that we have on our inside. Somebody say, I have the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, I have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the very Spirit of God, that which makes God God. The, the very essential composite of God is the Spirit of God. And that Spirit He has shared with us. We have Him. So, whatever thing God is saying to us, I will remember last Friday, the man of God said that the reason why when He talks to a dog, the dog will not understand is because the dog is not having the spirit of a human being. I hope you are getting it. So, the reason why we will understand God is because we have the same spirit. Somebody say, we have the same spirit. Say, I am God. We have the same spirit. I want you to be very engaging. You see, don't, don't, don't take out yourself. Engage. You see, you have to stretch yourself a little in the spirit. Huh. Stretch yourself a little in the spirit. Don't, don't, oh, this is what I know. I mean, this is, no, stretch yourself in the spirit. Allow God to operate you and send you to the next level. Allow God. All of us were like you, were at where we are, but by the grace of God, we are moving. It's, we allowed ourselves, we allowed the word of God to hit our mind. Sometimes it will hit your brain and it appears like you have never learned before. It's, it appears like you need to unlearn to, to relearn and learn. That's a system. We keep on growing. Somebody said, I'm growing. Somebody said, I'm growing. Somebody said, I'm growing. I want you to flow with me. Flow with me this dawn. Flow with me this dawn because God is doing something very wonderful. The Lord spoke to me this morning that He's opening people to the next level and the next dimension in the spirit. The Lord spoke to me that he's really lifting up people from one level to another level. God spoke to me that he's, this season he's going to release us to the realm where we are going to appreciate the kind of things that he's doing in our life. And God is really preparing our heart in this season. I want you to declare that, Father, I am ready to move to the next level. Don't forget that this week too is our week that God is shaking us. <laughs> this week is the week that God is shaking us. So some of the understandings God must shake. God have to shake our revelations. God have to shake our knowledge level. 
God has to shake our understanding. Some of the things we know is not making us experience certain dimensions of God. But I see somebody in this house. So am I prophesying? I see somebody in this house who is ready to be taken to the next level. I see somebody in this house that the voice of God is entering into your, your, your understanding. That I see the voice of God entering into your knowledge realm, into your realm of knowledge, into your platform of knowledge. I see the voice of God shake certain things, certain things that have made your life limited, certain things that is not making you go to the next level in life, certain things that is not making you appreciate God the more, certain things that has not let that the devil is using against us when it comes to life because the devil knew that we don't have understanding of these things so he used them against us i see somebody in this house and i see the hand of the lord and the voice of god shaking our understanding somebody say shake my knowledge lord shake my knowledge lord shake my knowledge lord thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit before the man of god takes i want you to begin to pray in the spirit for one minute i want you to pray in the spirit for one minute the Holy Spirit brood over my head, brood over my head, brood over my head. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I see the Spirit of God move so strongly this morning. I don't know. I see the Spirit of God move so strongly. I see people entering into another dimension. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I see somebody straight up. I see somebody just move to the next level, just like that. There are some things, let me tell you, there are some things that force by itself, by maturity. There are some things, it falls off because of maturity. There are some attitudes, it falls off. Like, no one told you to stop wearing holy uh, uh, pants when you are walking. Maturity just told you. You just knew. You just know. You just know. You just know. May the Spirit of God brood over our hearts, oh God. Come on, engage the spirit right now, within the next one minute, before the man of God take over. The Holy Spirit, have your way in my heart. Have a way in my mind. Cultivate my heart, Lord. I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. Come on, come on. Move, 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 move. Move. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout glory to Jesus. Somebody shout glory. Somebody shout glory. Somebody shout glory. Powerful, powerful, powerful crap. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So we are ready for action this morning. If you have not shared the link, I want to see you share the link right now. Share the link right now. I want to see you invite somebody. I want you to I want to see you invite somebody right now. Quickly, I want us to share the link quickly. 
Ishraba, God bless you. Um, Lydia, God bless you. Ah, where is Amarachi? Amarachi, I'm hearing the name Amarachi. Where is she? Tell her to come this evening. If, share the link and let's see you. Ezzy, God bless you. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Simkran, God bless you. Ajay, God bless you. I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you invite Joan. God bless you. Share it to your status, to or the groups you join. And invite somebody. Sparrow, God bless you so much. Philip Kweku, God bless you. Oh, let me see you. Abigail, God bless you so much. Invite somebody. Let somebody come. There are some people, they appear like they know everything, but they don't know anything. They appear like, oh, we don't need it. But you see their life and you see that they don't know anything. When, when, you, when you begin to talk, they will say, that, oh, what you, are, what you are teaching is false. May God have mercy. Christiana, God bless you so much. Oh, let me see you. Let me see you. Let me see you share. Oh, only six people. We are about about 30 something let me see you let me see you please let me see you Becky dance god bless you so much i want to see you share please if you are there share with us share with us and invite somebody and let somebody come and be blessed glory to jesus we are not taking offering we are not taking your tithe we are not taking uh, anything the only thing you are doing to support us is to share that one too you you don't want to do it hey if you are saying who you are not saying bring in a car. Just support us by inviting somebody to. You don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want any chascalating. <laughs> glory to Jesus. Somebody say glory. Yesterday, the man of God made a very powerful point. He said that we were created for glory. Somebody shout glory. So anytime we shout glory, we are reminding ourselves for our, our destination. Somebody shout glory. So glory is not fans. When we say glory, it's not like we are making we are we are we are making fans or we are doing something, but we are reminding ourselves that we are meant for glory. Hallelujah. Somebody is meant for glory. Is somebody ready for action this morning? The man of God is ready on the line. Yep. Yeah, I am created for by in glory. Hey, sh- people give pressure. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> We are created for glory. Hallelujah. I see glory come upon your life this morning. Even in the name of Jesus. Is somebody ready? I see the man of God already on the line. Can you hear some papers moving? Yeah. So get your notes. Get your pens. Get your Bible. I told you that when you are this is we are this is destiny. This is life. So you don't joke with it. Get a notebook. I told you that get a new exercise book or something. And write, it is a sequence we are building. Write as many as you can. And as you are writing to try and also be engaged on a platform so that we can know you are there. Sometimes the network begins to fool and we tend to, we don't know if we are communicating or not. So try and be engaging as possible as you can. It's also very important to us. Yeah. And those of you who are not having Bibles, please buy Bible. You can't talk about destiny and you don't have a Bible. It means you are not even get Bible. Get Bible. Your phone is not a Bible. Buy Bible. So a seed into your own life. Uh, man of God, 
I've, I've, I believe in your ministry. I want to sow a seed. Please use that seed to buy a Bible for yourself. Buy a Bible for yourself and read. Be proud. Stop borrowing Bibles. Huh? Get a Bible in your, in your bag wherever you go. And don't be ashamed of who you are. Let people know that you carry something. Read your Bible. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. So the man of God is there. I don't want to waste much time. But let's welcome. Oh, are we in the house? I say let's welcome. Let's welcome the man of God, Apostle Solomon, upon for the continuation of the realities. Is somebody ready? Oh, let's welcome the man of God. If you don't welcome him, he won't come. Ah, oh, welcome him, welcome him. Clap for somebody. The time will come, people will also clap for you. Ah, clap for somebody, clap for somebody. Let's celebrate the man of God. Let's celebrate the man of God. Powerful cry. Uh, Apostle, please, um, you are welcome. Thank you, man of God, for this opportunity. Um, I want us to lift our voice and begin to pray one minute. Pray that Lord, open down my eyes to see wondrous things from thy law. As David prayed that same prayer, let's open our, vo- our mouths and begin to pray that the Lord should open our eyes to see wonders. Because for the Lord Himself has to open our eyes to understand the things that He has freely given to us. Paul yeah. said that He wrote all these things so that as we read them, we'll be able to know the things that are freely given to us. So the books that we are reading from the Bible or the epistles that He wrote were supposed to give us the information, the revelation. Of the things that God has freely given to us as we mm. became Christians. So da, da, ba, 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 your mouth and begin to pray the Lord. Open our open eyes, Lord. Eyes. Let my eye be open. Let my let my eye be open. Oh Lord. Let the Holy Spirit open my eyes. Shada gada baba lava. Shada lava 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 lava. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, the theme for the program still remains the same, the reality of the unseen realm. Yesterday, for the benefit of those who were not here yesterday, it was an awesome moment and we dealt with so many things here. But as I said yesterday, it was the foundation for what we are dealing with. We are still laying the foundations today. We are going to lay maybe one block. Tomorrow, God willing, we will continue. And Thursday, by God's grace, we are going to complete. Yesterday, we dealt with the unseen realm, and I focused on the eternity past. That there is, there was a studio, if you like it, in eternity past before God created everything. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4, it says, that talking about how the Israelites makes God's best for them because he has already prepared and ordained that blessing that he wanted to give them in the promised land. The Bible says that even though the Holy Spirit said um, in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3, so for who for we who have believed enter the rest, as he said, as I saw in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. 
although his works were finished from the foundation of the world so we made mention and made it clear that whatever blessing whatever thing god has prepared for your life has already been completed before the foundation of the world when they say foundation that is before god started creation everything that's before god put everything in motion creating heaven and earth so whatever thing God has prepared for our life was already coded, was already written down. He has planned, he has finished everything. All that is left for you is for you to know the tactics, the, 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 the ways, the steps for you to enter into the blessing God has asked for you. We said in Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3, that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, having places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So God knew us. As we said yesterday about the foreknowledge of God, that God knew us before the foundation of the world. He knew us. He had special knowledge of us. We said also that God has three categories of knowledge. The first one is self-knowledge. That is God having knowledge of himself, perfect knowledge of himself. And the second one is he has perfect knowledge of the other members of the Trinity. That means if you take the first person of the Trinity, that is God the Father, he has of the second person and the third person same applies to the second person having perfect knowledge of god the father and the holy spirit so the trinity have perfect knowledge of themselves then the second category of god's knowledge is talking about god's omniscience and i said omniscience is god's perfect knowledge about all creation that are actual and potential or probable so we say omniscience is equal to things which are actual and things which are probable then i said when you go further the third one is foreknowledge of god when you say foreknowledge of god is the perfect knowledge of all actual events that is before they happen all actual events god have perfect knowledge of them this one will even answer questions about why people say why do god give a prophecy that does not have come to pass some of the prophecies are from the foreknowledge of god and some of the prophecies are from the probable dimension of the omniscience of god god knows all things perfectly but some of them are in the category of foreknowledge some of them are in the category of the probables and it's the probables that at times when we do engage things that has to make it come to pass it does not come to pass so it is not that god has lied because that one is in the probable dimension he knew them but because they are in the probable dimension there are things that you need to do they are all contingent but those which are of the foreknowledge dimension no matter what even though your will is included no matter what it will come to pass we know things that are foreknowledge like the creation of the world we know things like the the cross jesus christ and the cross there are things that have been that was prophesied that too, no matter what will happen has to come to pass but there are certain things about things in the world that can change or that the course can change because of certain conditions and certain things which are not met so we talk about that that the categories of knowledge of god the reason why we dealt with god as a person and how he is we said god's nature and god's attribute we said the nature can be talked about let's say the basic essence of god the attribute can be likened to the parts of a human being and you see someone who has eyes who have two legs have two hands and walks and things all those things indicate that he's a human being so when you say that when you see a person who is revealed in scripture who has omniscience who have sovereignty 
who has um, omnipotence, who has who is omnipresent. All these attributes refers to someone who is called God. And we said there are three people, there are three persons in that category. We call the first and second and third person. Theologically, we call we say that they are called a Trinity. At times, to be said, they are called the Godhead. So the Trinity, how all of them have identical essence and identical attribute, identical essence and identical attribute. And we said the essence is the same as the nature. But the attribute is what we call about the sovereignty, the um, the omnipotence, the omniscience, and all those stuff. But the nature is the love, justice light eternal life truth all those things are the righteousness these are all the nature of god so the bible speaks in the book of peter that god are giving us precious promises exceeding exceeding uh, are giving us precious promises so that we shall be partakers of the divine nature the bible didn't say divine attributes because we can't partake of the omnipotence of god we are not supposed to have omnipotence. We can't also have omnipresence. It's not possible. Okay, we can't have sovereign will. We can't have that one. So, but we can have the love of God. We can have the righteousness of God. We can have the eternal life of God. We can have the justice of God. We can have the truth of God in our in our in our human spirit. So these are the things that God wants to let us have so that we can have fellowship with Him. And He said that all things were created for His glory. Yesterday we said all things were created for his glory. Whatever thing that God created was for his glory. And we said, when God was in eternity past, he knew the end from the beginning. That is what we mean. I said in a certain way yesterday that God exists in eternity past, eternity future, or in the present nowness. God exists in eternity past, eternity future, or in the present nowness. So God sees the end from the beginning so he has perfect knowledge about everything that will happen in history before everything begins to pan out but some of them are actuals some of them are probables so we see the scripture when we're reading them it does not mean god has lied maybe he has given a prophecy that didn't come to pass no some of them were probables they were having conditions attached to them now for the benefit of those who are not here as i'm doing this recap we also talked about the blessings God has given to you that was given to you in Christ. That everything that we are doing on this earth is according to the plan of God. We said the plan of God is part of the purpose of God. We call it the divine decree. That the kind of decree means the things that God himself has chosen, the plan for all his works. All the things that God has chosen, the specific plan he has chosen for all his works. That includes the creation of the universe, creation of angels, creation of humanity, and every individual, every minute thing that will happen in this life and even the life to come. All of them are according to his plan. And he did this one in the first unseen realm, the eternity past, as I said yesterday. Now, let's move on to today's one. Let me go into the divine decree proper. Today, we are going to cover the definition of the divine decree then we look at the the characteristics of the divine decree that we move at the content of divine decree the first the person who did the decree or who planned it is god the father we are known that is god the father because it is written in hebrew chapter 4 
as I read, that he said, even though his works were completed before the foundation of the world. So God the Father is the one who is the originator of the divine decree. He is the planner. He is the planner of the divine decree. So God the Father is the one who planned the divine decree. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3 says, For we which have believed do enter into his rest. As he said, I have sworn in my right, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So God the Father finished his work in concerning whatever will happen in this life. He finished his own by being the planner. He drew everything perfectly in that studio in eternity past, the first unseen realm, that God alone, that is the three persons of the Trinity, dwells and inhabits. That's where the plan and everything was done. So that's what we call the divine decree. Now, let me go to the definition. Definition of the divine decree. The decree of God is His eternal, holy, wise, purpose, comprehending at once all that are and will ever be. The decree of God is His eternal, holy, wise purpose, comprehending at once all that are and will ever be. Because I said those that are are the things relating to foreknowledge, and those which will ever be are those things which have not happened, although some of them are in the probables. So it's dealing with comprehending at once based on His omniscience. So all that are and will ever be in their causes, successions, relations, and determining their certain fusion. In their causes, in their successions, in their relations, determining their certain fruition. Which means there are things which are based on cause and effect. For this one, even some of the atheists understand that everything happens in this life because of cause and effect. And you and me will agree. But not all of them are based on cause and effect. Some of them are successions. Some of them are in relations. Some of them are in relations. Then some of them are in relations. So God determined their certain fruition. So some of them are in cause and effect. Some of them are in successions. Has decreed that if this thing happens, then all this will follow. Some of them too, he causes it, and that thing will happen in the effect. Then they determine the certain fruition. Now that there are types of divine decree, you have to know because I said yesterday that God in the divine decree, the sovereign will of God and the free will of man coexist. There's a coexistence of the sovereign will of God and the free of man coexisting in the divine decree. Which means God will sovereignly decree something, but he has sovereignly also decreed to be free will in its operation. So for God's omniscience, he perceives the free will as free. He perceives the probable as probable and everything maintained as they were or they will be. Which means he does not he cannot, he does not uh, move things just because 
oh god himself have decreed it so it will come to pass some of them the omniscience are about god perceiving what will be uh will be none that doesn't mean god makes all of them come to be god does not have foreknowledge because he decreed it no otherwise it would be like he has caused everything he knew that he caused them then he's not coming just like somebody which means God himself is the one who has uh, scripted everything so that everything will come to power no. God has perfect knowledge of what will ever happen and now he set it in motion that it will be now the definition again the decree of God is his eternal holy wise purpose comprehending at once all that are and will ever be in their courses successions relations determining their certain fruition so it shows that god's decree is eternal it is holy which means it's something that is should be revered and wise which means based on knowledge based on knowledge then um, it's an eternal purpose. So, when you say God's will about your life, concerning His decrees, concerning you, it's an eternal purpose. It's not something that somebody cooks up. It's something that God reveals to you. So, I said the planner is God the Father, as we have said in Hebrews chapter 4. So, and then we move on to the, the implementer. The implementer is the Lord Jesus Christ. The one who implemented, who implements the divine decrees. Is the Lord Jesus Christ? He said, "All things were created by Him, and for Him, through Him, and for Him." Colossians chapter one, verse number twenty. Colossians one, verse fifteen to okay, verse fifteen to seventeen. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, created in heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority. That is, all these ones were created by him, that's the angels, through him and for him. So all things were created through him and for him. So when God himself have planned, when you move to your contents, you understand. God himself have planned all these things Jesus Christ is the one who put them into power. That's why we say Jesus Christ is the creator of the universe, the creator of everything, he's the creator of everyone, because he is the one who is the implementer of the divine decrees. And the one who is the revealer is the Holy Spirit. So you see, all of them were there. They were all part when the thing was taking place. So the divine uh, meeting that they made in that studio in eternity past, God the Father was the one who planned it. Then God the Son agreed that He will come and implement it or be an implementer. Then the Holy Spirit will be the one to reveal it. All for the eternal purpose of we sharing the love and sharing the glory of God. This is what our brother Danis taught us that time that we are supposed to share the glory and the economy of God. So God is bringing us to that realm where we can share the same communion that happens in the Trinity. So to bring this one to pass, God has to make a plan, His eternal purpose. It's a tiny purpose. So that is what happened. Now, I said, let's move to the types of divine decree. We have the active decree and we have the permissive decree. We have the active decree 
and we have the permissive decree the two types of divine decree we have the active decree and we have the permissive decree when you say active decree that is what god himself does by his sovereignty god does by his sovereignty is a kind of cause and effect he does it by himself he does it by his sovereignty we call it the active decree then we have what we call the permissive decree that one it is not god actively causing it to happen but he permitted it to happen active decree is god causing it to happen but permissive decree is god allowing it to happen so the active decree things that are in the active decree category are the creation of the world god himself caused it to happen so we said creation was created, uh, came to being out of nothing they said ex nihilo that's in the out of nothing so everything that we see creation was created by was put into place by god's active decree he decreed to create he decided to create nobody he he didn't allow no, nobody did it he himself decided to do he did it by his sovereignty he caused everything so let's look at how it was created we know of the rest of our one that in the beginning god created heaven and earth as i said god the one who is the implementer is the lord jesus christ he's the implementer of the divine decree so in terms of creation jesus christ created heaven and earth he created everything that they're in if you look at the book of Isaiah, talking about jesus christ creating that he created everything by himself let's look at the book of revelation revelation chapter 4 book of revelations chapter 4 book of revelation chapter 4 this is verse 11. are you there it's right there i want to see so now talking about the lord jesus christ they said thou art worthy o lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created you see so he said that you have created all things talking about the lord jesus christ you have created it lord you are worthy to receive honor you have created all things and for thy pleasure they were so god created you for his good pleasure mm. but i said god created you for his good pleasure your existence was for his pleasure he he delight to see you he delights for you to exist he created you he brought you to me so when god told jeremiah in the book of jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 that before you were a cloth of blood in your mother's room i knew you and i'm doing it to a prophet he was talking about god having that foreknowledge about him he was his he has created jeremiah for his pleasure same applies to you he has created me for his pleasure he has created you for your for his pleasure he have special interest in your life i want you to get it god have special interest in your life because he created you for his pleasure he said all because of you that they all they are say that thou art worthy O lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou has created all things and for thy pleasure they are that is for thy pleasure that they exist and they were created so we are created for god's special interest we are created for god's pleasure and we are created for god's glory 
God desires to share His glory. He wants you to partake in His glory. I beg your pardon. He desires for you to take part, take part in His glory. He wants you to share. In, he wants you to, 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 to enjoy His glory. He wants to have His glory. It's not like He's... When the Bible says that God has not shared His glory with any man, that means He does not uh, share the source of His glory with any man. So that you cannot say that anything happened because somebody is the cause of it. No, He's the cause. He's the one who has the glory. But He wants us to partake in it. He wants us to share. He wants us to enjoy. That's what, that's what I mean. He wants us to share. He wants us to enjoy His glory. So, you see, Jesus Christ is the one who created And He did it in Genesis chapter 1. He also makes it clear. If you look at the book of Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1-2. The book of Hebrews, the writer, says that, Hebrews chapter 1, he said, Lord, long ago, I want someone to pay it for me. Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. Yes. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, speak in time past unto our fathers by the prophet. Verse 2 had in this light is spoken unto us by his son. Now, whom he had appointed heir of all things. You see, what I talked about yesterday about Jesus Christ being the reason why he created everything because God saw the end, eternity future, that Jesus Christ is the head of angels and the head of humans. So he said he is the king of kings and lord of God. So that one was his great pleasure. So God had appointed him heir of all things. That is going to be the inheritor of all things everything creation by whom also he made the the ages the word their world is not talking about uh, this world by talking about ages the word is aeon so the civilizations everything was created by him so who will be the bride of his glory and the express image of his person so that's what i just want to mean he is the one who has created everything he created the world and in in fin our time zone Whatever the time that we have, he's the one who created it. We call it the civilization, the ages. He created it. Now, we have looked at the definition of the divine decree. That is everything, his eternal plan, his holy eternal counsel, comprehending everything about your life. And he is making sure that they come to fruition. So you see, even God asking you to do something or you telling something about your life, that you have to fulfill on this earth. He has not left you alone to fulfill it. Because he says that, he determined the certain fruition. So he is the one who is giving you the material, the ingredients, causing circumstances, situations to favor you so that you can be able to fulfill them, can bring them to pass because he is the one who is causing the certain fruition of them. So whatever thing that he has concerned your life, have faith and believe in the principles, whatever tactics he has put in place, whatever assets he has put in place that will be able to help you to fulfill whatever he has in your life. So, as your marital life, maybe you are in marriage life, God has said something about your marriage, that you are going to give birth to children, you are going to have great people in your life, you are going to have a peaceful marriage. Now, he is going to make sure they come to pass, but he might give you things for you to do, things that are assets, things which are principles, things that are taxes for you to be able to implement, the mandates that you want you to implement, so that it will lead to the certain fruition of that plan because it is his eternal holy wise plan and purpose that he has comprehended that he is causing it to come to fruition so the principles that god want to use the taxes that want to use in your life will help you to be able to fulfill god's plan for your life so that is one of the things you must consider now let's move into the characteristics of 
the divine decree. What are some of the characteristics of the divine decree? When you say divine decree, what are some of the characteristics? When you say divine decree, the characteristics of divine decree. Everything has a character of it. I'm just going to look into four characteristics of divine decree. Then we move on to the next sub. Now, characteristics of divine decree. Let's make it five. Okay. Number one, it is all encompassing. Or it is all comprehensive, which means as something that is he sees it as a whole. So God does not just separate them into bit by bit. It's because of our understanding that we are using that word that um, this one happens, this one happens, and he did this and did that. But for God, everything are inseparable. They are all seen as a whole. They are all seen as an incompre- um, uh, inseparable whole. They are all comprehensive. So the evil thing that happens in your life because he permitted it because of the permissive decree. The permissive decree deals with the four and all evil events. So all the evil events that happen in your life, all the evil events, I'm not talking about the things, they are all a source of your free will. All the evil events that happen such as your free will or they are from Satan. But God is not the one who brought them. All the evil events that happen in your life are the product of your free will and that can also be from Satan. So they can cause pain, they can cause certain evil things in your life. There are times too, God can turn that evil to be a wake-up call to you so that you can be able to get back to God's plan for your life. So at times, pain is good because let's say, for instance, somebody who is having, um, let's say, leprosy and the person does not feel anything, hasn't feel any pain. That's why they have so much sores on them because um, when pain is an indicator for you to know that something is wrong, something wrong is happening. So at times when you go into pain, it is good. It helps you to be able to realign your life because the psalmist said that it was good that I was afflicted so that I might know your precepts. So at times when you, you move away from God's plan or God's word and you you, you plunge yourself into pain, it is good for you to know that ah maybe something is wrong because pain shows that something is wrong. In fact, when you have sore or you have a pain on your leg, you begin to check what is it? Is it a cat or is it maybe an animal or whatever, an insect? So it is good for me that I have been afflicted that I might learn that state or that Psalm 119 verse 71. So pain is good. It's God who makes it so that at times uh, he has to let you be afflicted. It's not like maybe God himself is just coming to hit you. That one, that category, I will deal with, deal with it when I move into the plan of God proper. That maybe God will in tomorrow. But pain is good for us. Now, the pedas permissible. So whatever happens in your life, your free will. So you have to be responsible individuals. You see, God has decreed by his sovereignty, but he has also decreed that those that he's dealing with, the object of his plan, are free will creatures. That are angels and humans so because you have free will you have to also align with god's plan that is why every day the man of god have been saying that we have to be serious with destiny when you say destiny what he's talking about is the same thing that god's plan for your life we call it destiny the divine decree god have decreed about you whatever he has decreed about you because if you read the book of hebrews chapter 10 Hebrews chapter 10 he says that um, jesus christ said i have come to do thy will oh god 
because he came to do the will of the father that is what he has written about him he said i came to do that will all the things that are written in the volume of the book so he came to conclude what in the volume of the book that is talking about the lord jesus christ he being the one god has foreknown to come and be a man and die on the cross he came to do what was written concerning himself so you can see it to be like in eternity past in the the, the planning room of god talking about um, the unseen realm the studio that god was having um he made a plan that in time that's in history put everything to motion there will be the second person he is going to take on humanity because of what he has seen in end and it was his good pleasure for him to come and take that body so that he can fulfill the end that he saw where he himself is the head of both angels and both humans so with that he his book that god prepared for him the lord jesus christ himself the book that god wrote he wrote at the back of the book jesus christ and the books they have pages the incarnation are going to be born you are going to be killed you are going to do that this and that and that all those things are in the books the volumes in heaven that's planning the studio of god that is where god himself made that for the lord jesus christ so he he his own he also has his book so he came to do his own so the book that was written concerning him for his incarnation he came to fulfill everything so the plan is it's not only you who has to follow God's plan? Jesus Christ to be a human, although he was there in his deity to become human, he must also follow God's plan. He must follow whatever access God has given, whatever protection God will give, whatever provision God will give. He has to follow everything to the latter to fulfill the plan of God. Because God has decreed that for him to have the end that he saw, which is he being the head of both angels and humans he must pass through that route where he has to be human and fulfill that book to the latter so that the end that he has seen will come to pass i think this is a word for somebody this morning that whatever prophecy god has given you it's the picture of what he has concerning you in the future but for you to be able to enter into that future you must fulfill the dictates of your book the will of God concerning your life, which is the book, the volumes about you. You have to fulfill them to the latter. You have to be able to take advantage of the, pro- the, the promises, the advantage of the provisions God has provided for you. All these things are very important. You have to have them. You have to have advantage, take advantage of the promises and the provision God has for you. So that is how you have to be so you you have to be responsible you have to respond the lord jesus christ came because as a human being he has to have free will and free will means you have to have responsibility god gave you free will and gave you freedom so you can choose and can also reject and with that one you have to be responsible for your action so you must fulfill the dictates of the will of god for your life everybody's and his will jesus christ said that i came to do one thing to fulfill the will of god he came to do only one thing say one thing was i created one thing they said one thing is only one thing that he was created he came for one purpose early so you have to have that that focus on that purpose because that's why you are here because everything that you are seeing around your life god factor all of them to the purpose of god so he saw everything all encompassing he saw everything as a in this um indivisible whole he saw everything as encompassing so you have to have that idea and have that mindset to see that 
now let's see the contents okay we are we are moving to we are still on the catalysis of the the divine decree the next one is that it is eternal the divine decree is eternal note i didn't say it is everlasting i said it is eternal let me explain them too when we say eternal we mean from it is eternal so we we have to see that um eternity deals with the realm of god everlasting deal with having a beginning and having no end but eternity is no beginning no end and time is beginning and with an end so if you look at this tree god lives in an eternal realm which means he has no beginning has no end but for us we are going to live for everlasting so when we at times there is a wrong translation in the king james that says that uh, john 3 16 for those who love the word that gives only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life no it is not everlasting life it is eternal life because everlasting life no matter who you are you are going to live forever everlasting life is life without end and that one whether you are going to live in hell you're going to live in heaven no matter who you are you are going to have everlasting life even satan will have everlasting life he has everlasting life he is not going to have an end because the life of the soul that we have been given the soul life that we have for our existence that life is an everlasting life but eternal life this will life without beginning life without end so it is like god was routing his own life through us so that we can partake of his life that is a life without beginning a life without end that is why it is possible it cannot be it's not possible for you to enter god's purpose for your life without salvation because god had that life in that studio and to put everything to pass to put everything to motion you have to have that kind of life was having so that you can be able to plunge into that plumb line to be able to fulfill god's plan for that because you are going to for eternal purpose that's why salvation is very important because that one will give you the eternal life the uh, uh, eternal life of god that's why you need because you need to have the nature of god before you can enter into the plan of god that is why we normally say you have to be saved so that your destiny will open up that's the point because until you are saved the book does not open the gateway to your purpose of your life first thing is salvation you have to be saved before you can even start talking about god's purpose for your life so you see unbelievers in this life no matter what thing they are doing it have no eternal ramification but no matter if they are not safe don't be fretful about the wicked the psalmist said don't be fretful about them because they don't have an end their end is not glorious your own is glorious in fact for you to believe in jesus christ means your book has to be open so you yourself you the book really be you have your book which have been open that is possible for you to be able to fulfill god's plan you have so your salvation is the most important thing that's the first phase of god's plan and i move to god's plan for our life i will deal with it in god willing tomorrow we go into god's plan that the details and the details of the um the divine decree so the divine decree relating to creation is into the active decree the cross is in the active decree the resurrection is in the active decree 
then the permissive one is talking about the fall of man the evils that happen in this world are all in the permissive god allowed it he saw everything because he does not see it each circumstance or situation um away from one another but he sees them as a comprehensible whole he sees them as part of everything so that is why um, jacob joseph will say that you meant it for evil but god meant it for good because to god he saw the evil and the good that will come out of it all of them as a comprehensible if you read the book of psalms psalm 105 he says that god himself sent joseph ahead of his people but you see look at the actual text the people sold him out of him so it is their own will few you that it did but god factored it into his plan so you see you might be going through something difficult now but they are all part of god's plan god is not god is not unaware he is aware of whatever you are going through whatever pain you are going through this morning whatever pain you are going through this month whatever thing that is going through you think that oh god has forsaken me but it is not god who has forsaken you god have not forsaken you he he, he sees everything and because it is a eternal purpose you have to have um you have to have faith you have to believe that god is in, the, in it with you but i said that god has foreknowledge so he really have that desire have that that special interest in your life even before he created you because based on his foreknowledge he knows you are going to believe in him so he even considered you as his son before even he created you although you have not entered into the sonship level but he knew that this guy is my own that is what the lord jesus can go to the prison appear to paul when he was kept in prison in jerusalem if you read the book of acts he appeared to him at night and told him that he should continue he should continue speaking the word of god he should not relent because he has many people in that city that means based on his foreknowledge there are people he know that they have not really believed but they are going to believe that is why we tell people to go and preach the gospel to the people. We know that God himself will call them. That is why we tell you, so far as you have even believed in Christ, you have even done the greatest thing. The next thing is for you to know God's plan for your life and fulfill it. The Lord met Paul at the road of Damascus. What happened? He told him that after he just got saved, he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? That means I want to know my purpose now. And the Lord Jesus revealed through um, he revealed it to Ananias that he is a chosen vessel. He is going to bear my word before kings, before um, the Gentiles, and before the Jews. So he just aligned the plan of God for Paul the apostle. So your own two comes. That is why he gives you prophets. That is why the man of God will bring prophets on this this platform for them to come and prophesy to you by the will of God. God Himself revealed to him to open one of your book in heaven and say, you know, uh, this my daughter or this my son is uh, deviating from his plan. So let me just uh, repeat that plan again. So the Holy Spirit Himself is the revealer. As I said, He reveals God's plan for you. He can give you a vision. He can give you a dream. He can send an angel. He can send a prophet. All these things He can let you have an inward with it. You are reading a scripture. It begins to come alive. All of them let you know that you are part of God's eternal purpose. With that one alone, you have to be very happy. You have to be have to give glory to God because not everyone is under the foreknowledge category. I said foreknowledge is only for believers, and God has special interest in you. So I said the God's purpose. The con- according to the, the characteristics, first one is it's all comprehensive. He sees everything as one whole. The next thing is that it is eternal, which means it's, it's something God himself that is for an eternal purpose. So you don't have to lose out. 
you have to be able to enter the purpose for your life. You have to work in God's purpose for your life. God's purpose for your marriage. You have to work in it. God's purpose for your education. You have to work in it. God's purpose for your Christian life. You have to work in them. So that the eternity, when we enter into heaven and we are living in eternity future, you will not say that ah, I've missed out God's purpose for my life because you have to fulfill your own. And I know the Lord will help you to fulfill your own in the name of Jesus. The next one, the third point is that it is perfect. God is perfect. His plan is perfect. His purpose is perfect. This one will have to cure your your inferiority complex. You see, some people, there's something that's going on, especially in this social media age, that makes us think that God's purpose for our life is inferior to whatever the state or whatever we can have for ourselves. We think that it is not perfect. In fact, you have to find a way to make it perfect. You see, some of you, you know that God has called you. But you are trying to do, uh, you are trying to do wishy-washy as if you are not ready to do the will of God. The point is that God himself is the one who called you. And his plan for you is perfect. He has revealed. The Lord Jesus Christ, when he came as a, as a human being, although he is deity, but he did not use his deity, he used his humanity. So as a child, he was growing the word until he reached the age of 30. God full of the word and now knew his purpose from the scriptures and said, Ah, this Isaiah chapter, uh, this Isaiah chapter 11, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. It's for me. He knew that, oh, okay, this is me. Okay. Then when he saw that, he was a carpenter. He left it, went straight to do the ministry, went straight to do the word of God. He stole everything. So you see, we are all moving around. At times, some of us, we went to school. We were doing so many courses. We are just I want to get first. I want to do the, okay, yes, you did it. God was watching. He said, okay, maybe he's still using the same period to study the scriptures. Now you grew small. Then he began to bring prophecy away. He began to bring, he said, now you, you are going to do ministry. You, you are going to enter into academia. You, you are going to do this. Then you begin to ask yourself, ah, then why, why do I have to waste my time to do all this? Because... Yeah, now you are afraid the place God wants to reveal your purpose to you. Not everybody knows his purpose from childhood, like John the Baptist. Otherwise, some of us will not have even waste our time to go and do certain courses. That's the truth. Because you see, the angel was giving access to open the books, the scrolls of heaven, and saw the purpose about John the Baptist, who have not been born. Because I tell you, in the studio of God, it's only God who was there. Angels were not there. So you have to open some of the scrolls concerning the purpose of one who was coming to this earth as John the Baptist. And said, oh, this guy, he is going to be the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ before he comes to the earth. So he is going to be a prophet. But he is going to do this and that. He's not going to be a priest. So before the guy came, the name was already written. I tell you, your name that you have they are not mistakes so your names were all there in heaven god have written them in books so you might think that oh it's my father who decided to give birth to me and gave me that name it is not true god at times they sleep in the night and angels will reveal to their times it will impress on them to give you that name they don't know that they are giving you a name that is according to what god has written about your books so your name is not a mistake whoever you are that is you that's why i love when people say they want to change their names if you change your name what is it when we gave jacob 
because he gave you a name based on the circumstance you were living in as a planter. But the Bible says that when the, he met the Lord who came as in a body of a man and fought with him, he asked him, what is your name? He said, your name is Jacob. My name is Jacob. I said, no, 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 no. When I checked the scrolls of heaven, the books that have been written, your name is not Jacob. Your name is Israel. So he changed his name. That is the point. A place of encounter is a place of change of name. So the moment you become a believer, the moment some of you, your names are the same thing. So John the Baptist, have the, based on the encounter the father had with the angel, he has to give his name. So the God's plan is perfect for you. So he didn't waste his time to go and be a priest. He went straight to the wilderness to go and see God's plan for his life. Begin to pray, begin to read. He begin to become a prophet concerning the God's purpose for his life. Everybody has a purpose, and you, you have to have know your purpose. God bring people among, bring people among us by the Spirit of God. They can now mention your name. Why do you think they know? God has revealed that book to them. They might not know. They know the name. Which God knows your frame. He knows you. He has. He said, "Everyone who is called by my name, I created them for my glory." He knows you. your name were written in his past. He knows you already. That is why you could call Nathaniel. Say, Nathaniel. When you were under that tree, I knew you. You see, that is talking about him. He saw Peter. He called you are the rock. You are going to be this. You are going to be that. You are going to be called Peter. Because all these things are according to the scrolls in heaven. They didn't know themselves, but he has to come to them. Somebody, God himself, is calling you this morning. He wants you to align to his purpose for your life. You have to align to your purpose for your God's purpose, according to the divine decree, it is perfect. It is perfect. He tailor-made it for you, according to your strength, your weakness, whatever. He has factored all of them in that place. Ah, this my son that has not even existed. This is what will be the perfect thing for the person. That is God's purpose for your life. No matter who you are, I tell you, God's purpose is eternal. God's purpose is perfect. And so far as it is so, you cannot fight it. You can delay it from fulfilling, but you cannot fight it. No matter what you are, it will show. You can ask the man of God, uh, Douglas, he will tell you. That time that we were praying the night, he was saying something along this line. That, so you, if God said that this is what you're going to do, you can try to do anything, other thing. So at times, the, um, the, the, the promise and faith you have in life, it's not because of the devil. God is trying to save you from your hassle. He wants to save you from wasting your time on something else. So he said, let me block the person. Let me block my, my son. Let me block my daughter. Because you you don't want to fulfill God's plan for you. He said, no, 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 no. I don't want him to waste his time. See, let the angel go. Let him go and spoil it. Me, I've tried it so many times. It didn't work. So you too, you might think you are trying. It won't work. But if God has told you that you are going to enter into financial prosperity, you are going to be a kingdom financier, you are going to be this go with that word you are going for the it is perfect and because it is perfect he had his his, his provisions his his provisions his protection everything is to is into it and you are going to make it in the name of jesus now the last um you have said that the, the plan of the decree of god uh divine decree is all comprehensive and it is eternal now it is perfect now number four it is unchangeable and certain you see, it is unchangeable. You can't change it. Nothing can occur and that will ever necessitate a change. So don't forget it. You can't even pray to change it. You see, we say that your faith will cause things to happen. But your prayer is as powerful as the will of God. Your prayer is not as powerful as your faith. Too. No. 
your prayer is as powerful as the will of God. James said, um, the John said that whatever James, he said whatever we, we ask, we, we, whatever we ask in his years, because we, we ask according to his will. According to his will. Whatever thing has revealed concerning your Christian life, concerning your ministry, concerning whatever, everything about the will of God, if you pray that one, God will answer. Because God is not in the business of manufacturing anything now. He has finished his own. He answers only the thing that he has decreed. He answered only the thing that he has decreed. You see, when you talk about the time in history, God himself has revealed to the prophet Jeremiah that the people are going to be in captivity for 70 years. That's the decree of God. So he has written this. So they don't have to bother themselves. They have to be in captivity for 70 years. But when that 70 years was up, somebody had to pray for God to answer, to bring them out of captivity. That was when Daniel, he began to read. He went to the documents. So that's why whenever you receive prophecy, don't you say, oh, uh, okay, uh, thank you, man of God. Amen, I receive it. And you go and sleep. Write it down. You see, make the vision. Write it plain on tables. So that he might run who does read this. So write, I have the book. I write all the prophecies. I check them time after time. If they have not come, I pray through them. I pray them down. You need to pray your prophet because they can't change. If they can't change, then if you are not seeing it fulfilled, you have to pray them. You have to put in uh, the spiritual investment, whatever principles that need to fulfill it. You have to do your part for it to come to pass. I see God doing that one in your life in the name of Jesus. So God's plan is unchangeable and it's perfect. So there's nothing you can do for you to change. God never caught not knowing. He knows everything. And God has never had to make any changes or any adjustment to the divine decree. So he has never seen that there's a need for you to change anything. Somebody will tell, oh, me, God called me to do it, but he has changed his mind. It is a lie. You don't want to do it. It is not, it, God has not changed his mind. Oh, me, God wants him to do this, so, but it seems that he has given another, no, 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 it's not true. It is still the same thing. He has not changed. So at least if you are me, that's like me, you have to make up your mind early. Be, make your mind early, be fast to be able to fulfill God's plan for your life. Grow so that you can enjoy the blessing attached to it because every purpose of God has blessing attached to it. I hope somebody is hearing. Every purpose of God has blessing attached to it. So as you are pursuing God's purpose for your life, you see, the divine decrees are perfect. They are eternal. They can't change. So what are you going to do? It gives you confidence that when you, for, you, you, you take action concerning them, you see fulfillment. It gives you confidence that when you attach seriousness to it, you use the principles of the word, you begin to take action on it, you are going to see it. That's the reason why we can pray. The reason we can pray not because we see God. We don't see God with our figure eyes, but because we know that his word is true. Because we know it is part of the divine decree. The purpose he has planned for our lives. The Bible is part of the divine decree. So whatever thing that is part of the plan of God, we are going to see it. We are going to see it. Now, the last one of the, um, the characteristics, the, the, first, the fifth one is the free choice of God in eternity past. So the divine decree is the free choice of God in eternity past. Now, this is the very most important thing. It's God's free choice. He cho chose to do it. He chose to decree it. Nobody gave him pressure. 
he, he didn't see anything that he said, okay, this guy, what is he doing? I think uh, if I don't do you, no, he did it by himself. God did it by himself. God is it is by his free choice, which means he chose it. It is free choice for his good pleasure. So the is his free choice. You see, so God is not bound to follow any necessary path. You see, it is free choice. So he's not bound to follow any necessary path. However, having decreed it, he is bound by his infinite faithfulness and truth to complete that he has begun. So God he will have to conclude what he has begun. So far as he has decreed it, then he has to be, he has to be uh, faithful to it. He has to be consistent. God is immutable. Remember, one of the attributes of God is immutable. He cannot change. It's a God who does not lie. The immutable things, two immutable things, God, God cannot lie. If you read the book of Hebrews, it's a God cannot lie. God cannot lie. He cannot. Not that he, he cannot. So it is immutable. That's it. So because of that, he has to be faithful to it. He is the most faithful person in the universe. You when you go out there something square, you can try to do or not, but you just come back. But you because you're from faithfulness, you are not good. But God is faithful, so he has to be committed to it. So because it is his free choice, he is bound by his infinite faithfulness to see it to come to pass. So now, if you look at the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 6, Paul used that same rationale, the unchangeableness of God in the divine decree. He said this. For I am confident, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Someone should pay it for me. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Yes, he said that being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Christ. You see, the will of God that God will do in their lives. He said that I'm confident of this. This is where our confidence comes from. Our confidence comes from the divine decrees. We are confident of this because the divine decree cannot change. Divine decree is perfect. Divine decree is eternal. Divine decree is all, all comprehensive. And because it is God's free choice and free will, God himself said, I am confident of this very thing that he which has begun a good work. So far he has begun to put the divine decree, whatever he divine the, the decreed about your life, to he begin to f- perform it. It is confident that you bring it to a successful end. Whatever God has planned for your life, they are beginning to see results in one way or another. Have confidence that God is bringing it to pass. He will fulfill everything to the latter in the name of Jesus. God is going to fulfill what he has promised in your life. Have hope. Have faith in him. Consistently work with him. And whatever he has planned concerning your life will come to pass. I think I have to end here. And God will end our next session we'll meet tomorrow Godwin. we are going to move on to the contents of the divine decree and what it the, the 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 role that we are going to play or what is related to us as believers here the content of the divine decree. remember we are still on the unseen realm these are the things that happen in the unseen realm i talk about the unseen realm in the past we are when we put them in motion we are going to move into the unseen realm in time and unseen realm in the future these are all dealing with the plan of God for you in time and in eternity future. So we have dealt with the serum in the past that God's plan, what he did for you before you were even created. This is the unseen realm. That's what God has done to you. So having knowledge of the unseen realm gives you advantage over the, the seen realm that you are seeing. Whatever that you are seeing now 
it came to meet the unseen realm. Whatever circumstance you are seeing now, God knew it and he has factored in his purpose. So it is not, not something that is new. That's why God is said, I'll be with you in trouble. Because when he saw that end, he made sure that, okay, I've seen this end. I want this one to be the purpose for my son. I want this one to be the purpose for my daughter. I'm going to be with him through all this situation because I said it is all uncomprehensive. Bible says that when they were selling Joseph, the Lord was with him. Although he didn't see him because God himself had purpose. It was part of his plan. God bless you. I want us to lift our voice. I want to listen to this prayer. Pray that, Father, let me have this rational in me that whatever that happens in my life is for a purpose because your will is uncomprehensive father whatever thing that i'm going through let me have this rational in me that it's for your good glory it's for your purpose it will fulfill god's plan in my life let your voice begin to pray this moment let your voice begin to pray this moment the father whatever thing that is happening in my life let me have the rationale that is for a good purpose. In the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says that do not be conformed to this world. No. Let's uh okay, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of the mind that you may test, you may that by testing you may discern what is the will of God. That is what Paul was saying. You may discern what is the will of God. The will of God concerning you. What he has decreed, the divine decrees concerning you. The will of God. The will of God. And you prove what is good, what is acceptable, and the perfect will of God. I said God's will is perfect. God's will is perfect. There's no mistake with it. So you say that, be not conform to this, but be transformed by the will of your mind. As the world has come, I know your mind is being renewed. Begin to pray the Father, reveal your perfect role in my life. Reveal your perfect role in my life. Let your voice begin to pray that prayer. Father, Hello. reveal your perfect role in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Feel your perfect will, Lord. Tayadi, the will of God, 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 the will of God
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord Himself is doing it again. He's renewing mm. your mind for you to have a change of mind. Mm. To have Jesus. a change of mind. Because mm. you have to. The Bible says the prophet said, I am not a prophet or a son of prophet. But mm. I was a farmer. But the Spirit of the Lord came for me and caused mm. me to come and preach and come and do this prophecy. That's why he mm. said, He said he was a farmer. But when God revealed his way for him, he was able to make it. Maybe some of you. You might be doing something which is taking out of the will of God. But because labor has come, I see God changing your mind. God changing that mm. mindset. Making you mm. have a reconsideration of that mindset. Because the will of God is perfect. The will of God is uncomprehensive. Whatever situation you are going to, don't doubt the call of God. Don't doubt whatever God has said. God said, travel for a, a course in abroad. Go for it. You are going to get it. God has told you that pray for this person. You have to pray because it's the will of God. Whatever God has revealed for your life, you have to be able to have the faith and know that because of the divine decree, not because of your faith, because of the divine decree, it's not something you change. It is perfect, it's uncomprehensive, it is eternal and perfect. It is not changing. God Himself has chosen and revealed it to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you very much for this opportunity once again, man of God. And I think mm-hmm. everyone on this platform is being blessed this morning. Continue yes, to be on this same message again for the whole day. And God is going to shine his light on you. Because as you have prayed, God himself will review and affirm. Because he says that wherever his purpose is, that's where his provision and his protection is. If you want the provision of God, you want the protection of God, be in God's purpose for your life. And no matter the circumstances, you know that they are all uncomprehensive. God is not unaware. He's aware of them and he'll make sure that it comes to pass in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you so much for blessing our lives. God bless you for blessing our lives. Um, Wherever you are, I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay attention to me quickly. The man of God made a very serious statement. He made a very serious statement that if for you to walk in the purpose of God. I know maybe you are there, you are saying that, man of God, I want to engage this purpose. I want to, I don't want to miss it. I know God has a good thought for me. He has planned my life, but I want to walk in it. He made a very serious statement, very emphatic statement that no one can enter or walk in the perfect of God, in the perfection of God without salvation. Salvation is the doorway. If you are not saved, you don't talk about the plan of God. If you are there, you don't know Jesus. Maybe you are listening to us wherever you are, in all over the, 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 the nations of the world. And maybe later on you come and download this message and you are listening and you're, you can feel in your heart that God is pulling your heart to purpose. God is pulling your heart to fulfill his plan. I want you to get ready because... God is ready to bring you, but the doorway, the door, the door, Jesus Christ said, I am the door, I am the door, I am the way, I am the door, I am the way, I am that door to that originator, I am that door to that, I am the access, I am the access, I'm not just, it's not just following the teachings of God, it's not just obeying the principles, 
obeying principles, following the tactics. Those tactics and principles are in the door. They are when you assess Jesus. That's why you have access to these ones. That means that whatever principles you are obeying, no, no matter how workable it appears, let me tell you, it's going to fail. No matter how workable it appears, that's it's going to fail. It's going to fail because it is not in the purpose of God. It's not in the purpose of God. It's not in the purpose. It will work for a while, but my dear one, it will fail you. But I see you enter into that door right now. Maybe you are there as a man of God. I don't want to enter into anything that I will fail. I want to encounter this man. I want to encounter this Jesus. I want you to open your heart wherever you are. Put your right hand on your chest and just say these things after me. It's just simple prayer. Let your heart begin to boil. You, you can, as I'm talking, maybe you are you are feeling in your heart that God is pulling your heart to something. Like God is pulling your heart to something. God is pulling your heart. It's like God is pulling your heart. Your mind, something is pulling your heart. That enter, enter, enter. You cannot fulfill anything concerning your life without salvation. Without, without. We are, we are not saying we are, you are a bad person. We are not saying we are not talking about what what have gone wrong. No, salvation is not just. Salvation is not for bad people. Salvation is for every human. Cornelius was a very good man, very honorable. However, he wasn't saved. So salvation is not for people who do bad. Salvation is not for people who are doing evil. Salvation is meant for every man because every man must fulfill the purpose of God. Because it was this for this purpose that man was created. The man of God made it clear that we were made for his good pleasure. It was for his special interest. And that interest, that pleasure, that happiness, that joyous mood that God found himself is for you to fulfill this purpose. And you cannot fulfill this purpose without salvation. So salvation is not just, it's not, be, it's not for people who are doing bad things. It's not for people who are doing, no, no, no. Salvation is for every man because every man was created for the purpose of God. We are not existing for our own self. We are not existing for what you want to get. You are not existing because of what you want to accomplish in life. No, whatever thing you want to accomplish in life, even for ourselves, is because of the purpose. Maybe you know some some as a, maybe as the speaking was going on, you can feel that there is a call on your heart. My dear one, God is knocking at your door right now. God is knocking at your door. That my dear one, my my son, my daughter, enter, open up, open up. Open up, open up, open up. And maybe you are there, you are ready. I want you to just put your right hand on your chest and pray with me that, Jesus, I receive you into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. I believe that you came to die and you resurrected on the third day for my glory. Thank you, God, that you have ushered me into your perfect will. You have ushered me even before this day to be part of the things you have predetermined for my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for coming into my life and for opening me up into the unlimited access of what you have planned for my life. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Glory. If you are there and you pray that prayer, God bless you so much for, 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 for coming 
into the plan of God. Hallelujah. Oh, can we shout glory in the house? I see somebody rejoicing. I see somebody rejoicing. Now you have Jesus. The Spirit of God is in you. Anywhere Jesus enters, the Spirit of God follows. <laughs> so sometimes I have these issues about reorganizing <laughs> Holy Ghost meeting. <laughs> like, come and feel me. So you have to. <laughs> it, is, it is a joint thing. <laughs> they move together. They move together. It's because of knowledge. It's because of understanding. There's no special the day you accept Christ. That's the day the Spirit of God moves because he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Now we are joined to the Lord. We are co heirs We are co-inheritance. <laughs> we are co-pleasures of the creation of God. We are co-enjoyers. Hallelujah. We are enjoying His glory. The Holy Spirit has come into your heart. I see the Holy Spirit in your heart. Even in the name of Jesus. Alagabashaya. I see the Spirit of God in your heart right now, boiling with fire, stirring up fire in your heart, calling you to the place of a deeper walk with God. The Lord bless you so much for accepting us. Maybe you are also there. Maybe you are saying, man of God, I, 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 maybe there are some hitches with some things. I want you to also put your hand on your heart. You are putting your hand on your chest. You are making this prayer that God, I know your plan is perfect. I know your plan is unchangeable. I know your plan is all comprehensive. I know your plan is so, so eternal for me. I pray even in the name of Jesus. I want you to talk to God within your heart right now, shortly, that God, though sometimes my free will can have something, you know, can interrupt, but there's a force of the purpose the purpose of god itself the this plan that the man of god is talking about is powerful on its own it, it's so powerful it it comes with willingness it comes with energy it comes with it, it's not like we are trying to cook something for ourselves it it comes with all the provisions we need oh jesus this plan is of god it's not like the plan is not something so distinct the plan itself is of god it's, it's God in manifest. It, the plan, that's why God is so joyous to see the plan. Because, and, and you realize that maybe when we go deeper, you understand. At the end of the plan is God himself. So anyone who fulfills the plan, fulfills God and becomes God. Like, comes into the fullness of God. In the person of Christ. So Paul said that, for to know... <laughs> We enter, we come to the place of knowledge, the perfect knowledge, into the Son of God, unto the stature, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So the end of your plan, the end of the fulfillment of everything is Jesus Christ. Because it was for him that all things were made. It was for him that all things were established. You are telling Jesus, I want you to put your hand on your heart within the next one minute as you are about closing. And I want you to sincerely talk to God. Not because you want to cook things for yourself, but I said the plan itself is very powerful. At a point, Jesus Christ said, Oh, let this cup pass. Let me let me twist a little. Let me let, let, let me go and do some things outside. He says, Sometimes some of us sincerely we know. Some of us sincerely we know. We know. We <laughs> it's not easy. Hey, we know. There are some I know some of us, some of the things appear like 
there are things that we have not come to the knowledge of yeah those things we are there but there are some things my dear ones we know hey you know within your heart that this is my place but Charlie it's like some things begin to in exercise our free will we, we tend to do some smart we want to be smart let me go ahead and do some things somewhere before but I want us to pray this prayer father let the energies of this plan I, I wish this cup will pass but I'm drinking it I'm drinking it it, it wasn't just Jesus Christ who just accepted oh Charlie the plan has power on himself there's the willingness there's a 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 help available for somebody right now lift up your voice within one minute just talk to god we are just about close i just want you to talk to god there's a willingness there's a willingness there's a willingness the plan is full of energy let me tell you the plan is full of energy paul said that my heart is captivated to do this you can insult me but i will insist on the will all the places he was sent to something happened to him yes he said i am i am enforced there's this love there's this pressing of the heart that pushed me to do this i mean i may not be perfect i may not be doing certain things i may not be a perfect person but the plan of god is perfect and the perfection of the plan is able to make me perfect let me tell you, if you can align yourself and throw yourself wholeheartedly to the will of God, wholeheartedly to the plan of God, it will make you perfect. Some of you, the Lord is speaking to me to tell you that the reason why, let me tell you, some of you, the only way to make you stop doing certain things is aligning yourself to the plan of God. That character will not change because God has designed it in such a way that it is only in that character that you change. Ha! You want to deal with that pride? Go back and pick the mic. You want to deal with that fornication addiction? Go back to where God spoke to you about. God has designed it in such a way that the very plan is your salvation. It was even salvation that ushered you into this place. The plan is powerful. The plan is powerful. There's nothing elsewhere that God will use to help you. The plan itself is full of energy. The plan itself is full of energy. And the Spirit of God is telling me to tell somebody in this house that the reason why you are struggling, the reason why things are not working out for you, the reason why it's like you are forcing to break out from that addiction, from that issue, from that character, from that things that, that those things that are contending is because you are not working in the plan of God. The plan is so powerful. This decree that the man of God spoke about is so powerful because it is of God himself. It carries all the omnipotence of God. It calls him Shedi Galabagati Atasa. Let them, let, let them put Jesus in the grave. Let them put you in the grave. Let them cook you. Let, let them put. Let, 
let circumstance of life put you at a point i'm telling you this the plan is so powerful to bring you out it just rolled the stone boom just like that brought the body out of the grave it cannot be there after third day it cannot the plan of god is so powerful open your heart open your heart the ones you know insist some of us want to want to do our own things finish with everything we want to do master things will not go well you want financial breakthrough step into the plan of god you remain poor so long as you don't do what god has told you god has told you your financial part i remember that and this and i keep saying it some of us me god spoke to me clearly that i'm supposed to be in academia that's why some of us we we are, we are still here that's why we are still finding ourselves that's a, by this time we could have we could have built a house or built something or done something but we are still there and this some of you wonder hey so what does this man of god do? he has this money and i'm in the plan of god my it is it he has specifics that's why the prophetic comes in because the plan of god is so big so general so big but at any point in time he reveals one a portion a page a chapter sometimes it comes in pages sometimes it comes in paragraphs sometimes it comes in statement sometimes it comes in a word god reveals them in part that's why we say we prophesy in part it it means we reveal the, the general plans of god in part that's why I keep on saying that no prophet can replace the Holy Spirit. No prophet can replace the Holy Spirit. Because the plan of God is encapsulated with the fullness of his deity. <laughs> because when God was planning it in the eternal past, no prophet was there. It was meant for the Godhead. It was meant for the, 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 the inseparable, unending, infinite communion on the fellowship of the Godhead. It is the it is the the engagement of the persons of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Spirit, communing together, planning together out of love for us. But at any point in time, it comes in pages, in specifics. It comes in specifics. When it comes, insist. And you will suffer. Let me tell you, you will suffer. You will suffer. You will suffer. It would have been better if you are not. You will suffer. You will suffer. If God speaks to you, insist. Insist in prayer. Insist in character. Insist in principles. Insist in all the tactics. Insist. 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 Sometimes our families can be a hindrance. Sometimes our friends can be a hindrance. But always insist. 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 I remember when I completed, uh, I, I finished my national service. Charlie, those of you you know, I was on Charlie. We were on campus. I see we don't have anything to do in this life. But people were called. Uh, we had the chance to go and work at Temahabo. We had the chance to go free scholarship. Somebody, somebody said, "Hey, the man of God, where feel you? I'll be a fool. I'm not a fool. I know. I, 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 I know. I know." My money is not with any, my money is in academia. That, that is where God has placed me. Some of you, God said, your money is selling, selling pastries, selling sobolo, 
do this. You are complaining of money. You have not done it. But you are expecting a miracle. My dear, you remain poor. You remain poor. God will not do anything. You will do other things, you will fail. If God has told you, whether through inner witness, whether by the inspiration of anyone, or by the by, by the word of prophecy or what anyways insist 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 there are specific path marriage education finances glory whatever thing spiritual life ministry sp- everything that comes even your health there's a program there's a that you insist 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 when I was praying, the Lord spoke to me that ah, he said, I was there that's when the Lord spoke to me that be careful the way you take oil. And I stopped. Oh me, I believe in God. I told you there's something you don't know. I always keep on saying it. The omnipotence of God eh, does not contradict his wisdom. And the man of God made it clear. The purpose of God encompass all his wisdom. Wisdom deals with the application of this tactics that has been given. <laughs> if God says, you will pass Judea to go to Samaria and you think it is rather companion that you need to get to Judea. You are a fool. And God will prove to you that you have been foolish. But God is powerful. So, yeah. so those who are close to me, you know, I, I don't take oil so much. I like palm oil. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh-huh. I, don't take those, I don't take those oil, oil, oil. No, no, no. I don't do it. I don't do it. Oh, but man of God, I, I do doubt the power of God. I'll be a fool to do that. <laughs> I'll be a fool. Because I have to I have to live long. Not because necessarily medi- uh, doctors have explained. No, no, no. No, no, no. There's something specific for your will, for your path that you must insist on. Insist on the will of God for your life insist if god has given you somebody that you have as to in marriage or whatever insist if you know is that insist 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 and i'm telling you the plan of god for your life in this unseen realm is so real so powerful full of energy full of potence to send you to where you're supposed to be the man of God made a statement that, that, that he really hit my heart. He said, God doesn't do anything necessary. But as soon as he decreed it, he is bound by his infinite faithfulness to be committed to it. <laughs> he, he is bound. That's what the Bible said. That for he, his name even is, out, is below his word. He is not bound to do anything necessary. He is not bound to do anything necessary. So, hey, God, God, you see, it is necessary for me to travel. He is not bound to do that. Oh, God, it's necessary. You know, God, God is not bound to do anything necessary. Let me insist. God is not bound to do anything necessary. So, no matter how you see it as necessary, whether in the Bible, no matter how you think it is necessary, God is not bound. But as soon as he decrees, he is bound by his infinite faithfulness. Infinite faithfulness to himself, infinite faithfulness to the word, 
infinite faithfulness to you. He infinite faithfulness to the creation. And his infinite statement to the plan. He must fulfill it. And he shall fulfill it. He shall. He shall. He shall. That's why we must always exercise our free will. And the man of God said it. There's a responsibility. And I keep on saying, Master, be serious with your life. Be responsible. Stop delaying. Stop delaying. May I always say some of us, our path is so long. When I finish my undergrad, I mean, I'll do my master's. No matter how I'll do that, I'll do the master's. When you insist the will of God, provision is made. Those who were there with me, they know it. Charlie, we're having no money. Even where to stay, we didn't get money. But some way, somehow, God began to orchestrate the systems. Massa! And here we are. This year, we'll start a PhD. <laughs> that is where we are supposed to be. If God told you that you are supposed to be, me, God told me that I'll be a professor at a very young age. If I become a professor at the age of 60, I have failed. <laughs> that means if I'm supposed to be a professor at a young age, what am I supposed to do? I must go to school early. Some of you, God has even prophesied concern, has spoken concerning your children. Your children, what are you doing? Has spoken concerning your mother. You see, it is bound by time. I believe in grace. I believe in. I, 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 I'm a grace preacher. I believe in a. I believe in grace. But I'm telling you, grace deals with time. <laughs> There's timings of God. Because time brings beauty and relevance to the plan. <laughs> Tomorrow, the man of God will go deeper. Time brings beauty and relevance. Uh -huh. It is not have passed that deal. Nah. The, the, pep, the plan of God is so beautiful because of time. What makes the plan of God so beautiful is because of time. <laughs> it just comes in. Wow. It, 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 so sometimes it's not like, say, it's not like the plan of God even manifesting. You know, you just were like, wow, this is really on time. Wow. Is it? Wow. Hey. As if God knew it. On time. That is where the beauty comes. That's where the relevance comes. So don't joke with it. Some of you, that's why the, when the, my father came the last time, the prophet prince, he, saw, he said that prophecy at time or down. There are some prophetic messages. It comes with time, date, <laughs> place, <clears throat> specific places, specific time. <clears throat> You don't joke with those things. There's a difference between the Lord will bless you and the different, there's, a, there's a difference between God will bless you and God will bless you two years to come. They are not the same. Don't joke with timing. Always insist. Take a step. Stop postponing. Don't use the circumstances. God didn't predetermine the plan using circumstances of life. The man of God made this clear. If you have the realities of this unseen realm, you have an advantage in the seen realm. Insist. Take a step. Stop sleeping in your room. Take a step. Pick the application. Go to that school. Make that provision. Take a step. Obey all the tactics. What are the things I'm supposed to do? Some of the things, they are not in the Bible. Some of the things, they are not, you can't find in prayer. Some of the things, you have to ask questions. Talk to people. Get people who have been there before. These are all things. Get there. Get there. For there's something for you. There's something on our head that we can't let it go. I pray that God 
will usher you to this realm. God bless you so much. Today, 12 p.m., shake us again comes off. Let's come and let's pray. In the evening too, we'll be having our prayer session. We'll be having a very prophetic prayer session. Don't miss it. Come and let's pray. 6.30 p.m. GMT. Whatever you are, join us. Today, 12 p.m. GMT. Join us and let's engage the platform of prayer. Tomorrow, 4 a.m. GMT. We continue with the decree of God. May the Lord bless you. My name is Mr. Ogunasokane Kufu. I love you all. Bye-bye.